right, here we are. Inside Hello, my friend. Well, how we doing? Good. Good, good, good. good. Yes. good. You, you were mentioning that you'd had some big wins in, at your oh, place. Yeah. But you want to tell everybody what's going on? Yeah, just the kids are doing great. They started school. We've homeschooled up until this point, you know, so it's quite a transition for them. They're about three yeah. weeks in, and our second and fourth grader are doing well and making gains with their reading and, you know, um, nice. just things that warm a dad's heart, you know, like hearing one of them is helping a special needs uh, child at recess cool. and playing, playing with him and uh, hearing about uh, another one of my sons getting to share the gospel uh, at school and, and, and just and him sharing you know, he's like, I don't know how this came up and, and, but just hearing how he did it, just so beautiful. Like, you're like, man, Holy Spirit was ministering through him as wow, gentleness so cool. and respect, just, just beautiful, you know? So just some awesome. things like that, where you're just like, oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, like they're, yeah. they're, they're getting it. You know, you said it like that. It's like, they're getting it. And, uh, and mm. so it's nice to celebrate those little wins and, uh, yeah, it's, and see, it's, see them. It's absolutely wonderful when you when you recognize that your kids are activated and operating and all the things that you've sown into them over the years. Yes, yes. And you're Amen. like, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. It's so great. Yeah. Yes. yeah I, I you remember, guys had an amazing weekend. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I remember when we went to Hawaii with Ed Soloso and Bill Johnson and big Transform Our World conference. And we took uh -huh. Spencer and, and uh, Quinn was two or three. Okay. And Spencer's 14, 15. Uh-huh. And that just lit him. It was like the moment where it all clicked for him. And he's like, never going back. I'm like, I'm I'm all in. I'm gonna yeah. be a witness. Like it just was Come like on. all the things just come clicked. on. It was it was pretty awesome. So oh that's great. So yeah, yeah great testimony. Great great yeah, we've we've, yep. we've got voice of the apostles coming to town here in Columbus and a lot Let's of kids from our go. church. Are going to be there a lot of people from our church are going to be there that's and awesome it's amazing what an event like that can do to mark you you know and and i i was uh, i was telling our church family right. it's like of, of course there's the, i see sort of two ditches about the event things mm -hmm. like there's people that go to you know 15 conferences a year or something like that and it maybe it's not like clicking you know i'm like you've got a home yeah. like you have a mission field like you know but you're not yeah. there usually and uh, so I just wonder about that sometimes, but, but to not have those moments, it's like, you need those moments, you know, like, like, why wouldn't I have gone to a conference in the last right. year or something like that? You know, you need these Seriously. moments and, and here you guys had, a, you had one of those moments this last weekend, Crazy. That, like a, where it Crazy marks you, good. you know, yeah. so tell well, us about that, that was, that was actually a message from Dave Crone on Saturday night was moments that mark us. And, mm. and, and it's because the spirit of God was moving so heavily in the kids, right? Mm. That, that Laura Lynn Eastley, Annalise's mm -hmm. daughter, was having a laughing encounter with the Holy Spirit. Come on. And Dave's just like, all right, we'll see what, see what we're going to do. Because, you know, and he just spoke and told testimonies of moments that marked us. And I believe that this weekend was a, a moment that marked a lot of the people in our community, mm. our church specifically. Elizabeth Reisinger, who's uh, out of Bethel, Austin. Uh, okay. She, she, she had knows she went through BSSM. She was in Bethel Reading. She served. Um, she did the Skype healing rooms. She's uh -huh. worked in the healing rooms for years under the last three directors. And one of those healing room directors, Joaquin, went to Austin. And so mm -hmm. she kind of felt like it was time for her to move from Reading. She went to went to Austin and grew up in the Bay Area, you know, type of thing. Just a 
fantastic woman. Uh-huh. Very, very accurate words of knowledge, which is always really refreshing to be around, you know, because it was like there's just the confidence and faith level was so high that she mm. carries just naturally. Yeah, uh, so that was really cool. And uh, we had a great, uh, really great time. She's very uh, high energy. She moves at a fast pace and she really moves at the speed of the spirit, which is faster than I'm used to. So mm -hmm. it was like, it was like she just, every plan at some point got like, okay, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, finally, I'm like, I got to tell you, I'm having a hard time. Like, I don't know what, like we've made plans. We've announced things we could, they're not ready. You know, like, I'm like, ah, and so I would say, here's kind of what my concern is about doing mm -hmm. that. And, and so just some of the logistical stuff that behind the back, behind the scenes. And then yeah. of course God shows up and it was like, oh yeah, that was right. Mm -hmm. You know, like whether it was what I was thinking or what she was like, it was just like, it was yeah. just always right. Exactly. Come what on. God wanted us. Um, I don't know. I saw probably, I was trying to really get a good number of how many healings we saw. Probably I would say for me personally, at least 60 in four days. Thank you, Jesus. And, and like, not like, and we saw a lot of people like pain from a, like a scale of one to 10 pain going from an eight to a four saw like hundreds of those. Yeah. But I'm yeah. talking about like, um, people's with the people with their legs growing out. Come on. Fibromyalgia healed, cancerous tumors just gone. Wow. Um, backs, arms, knees, shoulders, like tons of stuff just healed. And um, and it was powerful. And, I, and I'll tell you, probably the sweetest thing of the whole weekend was, was just how she worked with the kids. Mm. because and i'm telling you hey we need somebody to lay hands on this throng of kids just and they just go pray for them like they were at every they were all over the place quinn got three really clear words of knowledge that mm. unleashed probably a dozen if not 15 healings wow her words of knowledge and um so we're at the paint store i'm getting my house painted right now praise god hallelujah so and, um and getting it painted as opposed to you painting it i did all the prep for like three uh, weeks which was okay. like every other every waking hour outside of work was house yeah. prep right yeah so so we're in the paint store quinn's like my left eye dad something's wrong with my left eye somebody here needs a left eye healing you know like and just like she's just getting words of knowledge and yeah i mean i mean I, I had the chance to pray for two people today immediately healed well one of them's wrist was she's like my wrist is really sore and so i'm like well let's pray for it so I pray for it and she, pain's gone and then two seconds later she's like oh it's starting to ache i was like okay well we're gonna pray for it again to, totally gone i'm like okay Here's the word of knowledge I have on on how to keep that off. So just yeah, you do that, and um, and then another gal shoulder. Hey, I notice I'm like, mm, yeah, problems with the right shoulder. She's like, yeah, how do you know that? You know, when this, this clarity uh, and and I feel like she. So when Elizabeth came, she's like, we're gonna activate your people. Yeah, you know, and this is stuff that I've operated in for years, mm -hmm. but for whatever reason. And I've racked my brain. And I think it's just 
not being a um I, I it'd be an interesting study to figure out why I felt like why did that fall off? Why was I not praying for people? Like I do it in services. Yeah. Why am I not doing it all the time? Yeah. You know, and so that was an interesting question. And maybe we could explore that a little bit. But I, you know, I just think it's really, it's really interesting because I know you've got a great story about, you know, practice. And and I think, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I just think, you know, it's so fun to see so many different people activated, just giving away healing. Um, and, um, just really tuning into what the spirit's saying, having more of that. I think, ah, maybe this is it. Maybe the conversation about what the Holy Spirit's doing had become internalized about me instead of what's he doing for the people around me. And I think that might've been the case. I think especially coming out of COVID and, you know, with different things where we, we can kind of get a little, um, hearing God trying to tune into the Lord for God. What do you have me? Do what do you want me to do? What do you want instead of what are you doing for the person standing next to you? Ooh, that's good. You know, and I think I think that that might be, I don't know for sure, but I think that yeah. might be part of it. It's a good question. Hey, let's say hi to uh, David Champion, who of course mm -hmm. steady Eddie, steady Dave. Come on, Dave. And then uh, he says all the time. Um, I don't know if that was an answer to God is good. Or what you know, but I think it was about praying all the time. Yeah, praying. yeah, yeah, yeah. When he wrote that, yep, yep. yep. Well, so. you you have this you have this word uh, that someone mm -hmm. released, and I feel like that mm -hmm. gives. Do you want to share that now? I feel like it gives some context. You know, um, the which word <laughs> the the one about the healing, the end end time healers, and oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. Gosh. Do you want to read that? Yep. Yeah. So um, this is a pastor um, that I'm acquainted with in. Um, uh, Western uh, Washington. Um, met him twice. He's good friends with a friend of mine, Pastor Tracy uh, Armstrong. Dave Champion saw this post, but I'm going to read it here. Uh, he says, um, and his name is Rob DeLuca. He's on Facebook. Um, he's a marketplace and, and church guy too. So mm -hmm. He said, I heard the Lord say there is a healing anointing that I'm increasing all over the world. My people have prayed and I will answer. I will bring an increase of my healing power to all nations and it's beginning now. I will heal the bodies, the minds, and the hearts of my people. I will heal marriages. I will mm. heal families. I will heal friendships. Great story. I want to come back to that. Mm. I am raising up healers all across the the earth who are moved with my compassion. These are the end time healers. And I will use them to bring in the great harvest of souls. They will be my weapons against the spirits who bring pain and sickness. The world will know that I am Jesus, the healer. Come on. So yeah, I love just, it. just phenomenal. And I just put, you know, I just commented and shared it saying, I believe we began seeing some of this word come, come to pass this weekend. It's just getting started. Um, yeah. On the healing friendships, it was really great. So she brought a team of, of three people um, with him. And Dave says, it's the season. Tis the um, season. Tis the season. So um, they got words of knowledge and they were just sharing, you know, they like stuff they had been praying for weeks before coming. Mm -hmm. And so they wrote down everything and they had this birthday. And Annalie 
it's, it's on the video that she'll be up, I think, hopefully tomorrow. She goes, that she's crying. She's like, that birthday was for me. It's not my birthday. It was the birthday of my best friend in elementary school. Wow. And let me just say, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, number one, that you can remember the best friend in elementary school's birthday. That's crazy, right? Crazy. But yeah. she's like, well, why is it significant? And she said, and the word she had attached to that was reconciliation. Mm. Right? So the date and reconciliation. And so she thought it was like maybe a marriage or an anniversary or something yeah. like that. Annalise like, no, that's my best friend from elementary school. And I shut her out of my life because of X, Y, and Z happened. And, wow. and, uh, and, and she's like, no, the word over that day is reconciliation. So, and, and, and Annalise always regretted that, you know, mm. it's like, oh, there's this even, you know, just on friendship healing, which I thought was, come awesome. on. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting because. Uh, you know, I love, I love one, what you guys experienced this weekend. It was so activating and mm -hmm. uh, powerful, you know, like you said, you want to see yeah. people jump up and down and praise God exuberantly, watch them get healed and touched by the Lord, you know? Yep. And, and, uh, and so it's just awesome. And, um, and I love the word that you read from that pastor in Washington about, you know, it's time, it's time for more, it's time for, mm -hmm. um, you know, for, for people to step into these things. And, um, and of course, we've been seeing more and more of this. And I, mm -hmm. you know, there, Jesus talks about the eleventh hour, eleventh hour workers. Mm. That and and I, I really think that what we are currently seeing is a grace that's allowing for the healing ministry uh, to happen easier and quicker for people to step into it than mm -hmm. ever before. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was a little bit of a process and truthfully, probably the most encouraging person for me, it's probably like 12 years ago, 13 years ago, when I sort of stepped into the healing space Yeah, is I'd been a believer probably three, four years, gotten very earnest about God. Around that same time, I met Mark Crawford, our friend who we miss today. And um, we and, do miss you, Mark. Yes. And, um, and so, so I met, I met Mark and that first night I met him when he read everybody's mail prophetically, I walked home that night through this little cute neighborhood in Columbus that we lived in and thought to myself, well, I guess Acts the Apostles was real. You know, it right. just, it, it just dawned on me. Like if there's like, how did Mark know all of that about all of these people? Mm -hmm. And that started to send me down this journey where the Lord was speaking to me, your mind's been on your throne of the throne of your heart. And I want to be. And he was just speaking to me about these things. And one of the next dominoes that I knew needed to fall was this healing thing. But I was a pre-med major um, or a pre-med focus in, in undergrad and evolution and ecology was my major and uh, nearly a chemistry minor and a science guy, right? Like, I'm like, so you're telling me you laid hands on them and then their leg grew out? Yeah, yeah. I, I got the video and I'm like, what is the biochemical mechanism for this? You know, like, like that's where I was at with it. And, and concurrently, like I was, I was, I remember a men's retreat as a younger believer. And this guy was a charismatic guy at, uh, that was leading it and was like, Oh man, I feel the power of God on me. Everyone come up here and feel it. Everyone come up here and feel it. And everyone's like, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. He looks at me. He's like, do you feel it? I'm like, Nope. And, <laughs> and it wasn't that I was being cynical. It's just, I didn't feel it. And I was honest, you know? And and so I kind of had like this long road I felt like to travel. But what was encouraging to me about healing was John Wimber apparently used to tell people 
you know, the founder of the vineyard in the eighties, he would tell people that come up to him and say, you know, pray for me for impartation for healing. And if I have the story right, he'd often tell them, go pray for 500 people to be healed and come back to me. And in other words, what he was doing is I think he was throwing down a gauntlet. It's like, if you actually get serious enough to go after this, you're going to see it happen. And what's interesting is that John's story was when John got baptized in the Holy Spirit and saw things like healing in the word, John started preaching on that for months and months and months and months right. and months at right. his church, having right. never seen it. And they never saw it. Could you imagine as a pastor, right. you've never seen healing and you never see it Sunday so after Sunday. And you just keep preaching it, keep preaching, keep preaching. Eventually, of course, they got their breakthrough. Well, John's encouragement about 500 people stirred me up. And I'm like, well, I can start working at it. So I probably prayed for 100 people to be healed and never saw anyone healed. Like it probably went on for a year, like probably mm -hmm. 100 people. And, you know, nope, still have the headache. Okay, well, thanks for letting me pray for you. <laughs> Just try again. And one right. day after service, I, I just started preaching some too. This gentleman comes up to me after service. He says, I threw my back out this morning. The pain is through the roof. It's like a pain level of 10. And uh, he said, I heard you preach last week. And I know if you pray for me right now, I'm going to be healed. And I'm thinking, buddy, you have not seen the last hundred people that I've prayed for. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like you gotta be kidding me. And so uh actually I had a word of knowledge about his past. And for some reason that registered for me, like his back's hurting because there's something in his past that's catching up to him. And so I had a word of knowledge about his past, released that to him and then prayed for him. And he said, Oh my God, straighten right up. He said, the pain's completely gone and yep. ran out of the place excited. And wow. I was like, what just happened? And probably the next six people that I prayed for saw instant healing, substantial healing, you know, some yeah. maybe from an eight to a two, but, but people were being mm -hmm. healed, particularly in their backs. I just pray for everybody's back. Um, and what had happened is I think it wasn't my faith that caused that first guy's back to get healed. I think it was his. It was his. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. I was close. I was close yeah. enough to it that I became convinced that I could do it. And, yeah. uh, and, and so, <laughs> so. And so, so I started to pray for people's back. We started to see stuff healed. And, and all of a sudden with the, with the healing stuff, I started to have the sort of confidence. Um, I started to have the sort of confidence that I had had in the prophetic space, you know? And, and so I guess the first encouragement I just want to give, you know, I love us hearing your testimonies from this weekend mm -hmm. because it ought to stir us, you know, oh, it's it, crazy. I, I can't, I can't wait for the end of this for you to pray for us all, you know, to, and um, yeah, break through, but, yeah. but there's, but Great. there's some, there's something about, recognizing there's a practice to it. And I love John Wimber's thing, pray for 500. And I'm like, I had to pray for a hundred until it happened. But here's what I've been seeing in the last years. I'm seeing people, the first people they pray for getting healed. Yep. Like, I think it's the yeah. 11th hour worker sort of thing. Oh, like man, there were people I'm like that John, John that Wimber that needed to plow the ground. And then there was like even 10 or 15 years ago when I was getting into it, I, it was not as, there was not as much yet. But now I'm seeing like it, there's like an ease if people will just step into it. Like you, you might be surprised the first person you pray for might be healed. Absolutely. Dave said uh, that Shannon says we have more healed now than when we didn't pray. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, the more we pray for people, the more we see healed. That's Randy Clark. Very similar, you know, and I think, Come on. Um, you know, Kevin, you 
feel free to pipe in on a on the uh, testimony if you want to drop one in the comments because Kevin was there and uh, it was just <clears throat> he says Dave says Peter it's the season and I think Amen. I we agree with you. Um, you know one of the things that uh, we did see a lot of people who've never prayed for somebody pray for people and have them be immediately healed at these. Look at it. And Look I at think, it. Yeah, it's it's just it's something that the Lord's doing in the earth and. Um, uh, I believe that there is this stewardship uh, for the body of Christ with the gift and mm -hmm. it just requires more boldness. It just mm -hmm. requires more, um, more willingness to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It requires more willingness to be rejected or not mm -hmm. liked or not approved. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has been probably a primary thing that has held people back mm -hmm. from pursuing the ministry of healing um, yeah. has been, been that fear of man. Yeah. So, so that, you know, one of the things that we prayed over when we, we did a outreach, we took, we had 48 people show up for outreach training. Come on. Right? And so we have and several churches. It was great. So they come together. We, we did this outreach training and, um, and we have to deal with fear, mm -hmm. right? We have to say, okay, we're going to, we're going to go out in the community. We are going to do treasure hunt. We are going to find people who God has highlighted. Yeah. We're going to pray. We're going to listen. We want to only pray for the people that God's highlight, not just every Tom, Dick and Harry that walks by. We need to hear the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. So we're learning how to tune in, but then we have to get the, the love of the father for these people in order yep. to overcome the fear of man. Woo. Perfect. Love casts out fear. Right. That's a but word about ministry. It is. And, and so we have to learn how to, how much God loves these people because we'll, we won't hesitate to share the gospel with somebody if we love them. Yeah. But if I'm afraid of rejection, yeah, or I'm afraid that they're going to deny me something, yeah. right. You know, whatever that fear is, I feel like that's, that's really one of the bigger things that has to move in this season. And it was cropping up for everybody. I felt it. It was tangible in the room. I said, Elizabeth, should I talk about fear? She goes, yeah, talk about fear, you know, because it was like, like, Oh, uh, it's palpable. Uh -huh. We're getting ready to go on this outreach. And, um, uh, let's read Kevin's Kevin's note here. He says, it was awesome to see Daniel. So Daniel is his stepson. Okay. Who I've never seen pray for anyone go out on outreach and just approach people and pray, then release miracles to people on saturday night he is a changing man and he was releasing miracles that kid was on fire and and i believe he's 13 is that right kevin wow. 13 come 14? on come on so so yeah powerful and he was at the altar sunday morning you know just seeking the holy spirit it's just powerful powerful time so um yeah really really good um so i i i think that we do need to i think that the Big C Church, we have to deal with this fear of man. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a primary thing as Come we on. move into the next season of the body of Christ. Because I think he's, he's pouring out his gifts in greater measure. Yeah. I think words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Um, I think healing, miracles, yeah. the gift of faith. Yeah. All the gifts. 
All of them. Yep. All they're of being, them. They're being poured out in greater measure because people are, are wanting not just to encounter the love of God and not just experience salvation, but they mm-hmm. want to expand the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So we, if we're going to expand the kingdom, we have to lose the fear of God and, yes. and let God minister to the loss through the gifts. So it's interesting. It's interesting because in Revelation, it says that the enemy is overcome by uh, the blood of the lamb, the yep. word of our testimony. And, and they did not, not love, love their mm-hmm. lives to the death. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I think that we've really we've talked about this before. I think I'm here. Yeah. You me, Chris. But you know, that there's, there's a generation uh, that's hoping to use sort of the, the, like the, the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony didn't love our lives to the death. There's a generation that's a little bit post truth currently in our, we we know God hasn't made anybody that doesn't need the truth, but I'm saying some people might not have a hunger for it. And there's a generation that doesn't know the Lord yet. That is a little bit post truth in our culture. And we don't only overcome them with the teaching of the gospel. We oh. also we also overcome the enemy stronghold in, in, in their lives and in that generation through the power oh. of testimony. And so there's there's something about God raising up this up in this time because yeah. it's like they want to see it. You know, we have we have a, a generation of kids that are saying, My truth, you know, my truth, my truth, your truth, my truth, your truth, my truth. And and you've got uh, you know, sort of uh, people in the church that know that like, well, it doesn't lead to very good places, you know, so yep. it's concerning. Yep. You're like, what, yep. you know, like, yep. but, but the thing is, oh man, th- those, those same folks, they're, they'll give you an avenue to share your truth. And if your truth is a testimony of what Jesus did for you, they'll say right on, man, that's cool. You know, and they'll take it. And, and I think that this is a, this is a generation that's ready to see the power of God, ready to be touched by God, not just told about him. And, yeah. and I think that, that here, like you said, God's releasing an increase of these things, but we're going to have to steward them uh, yep. to step into yep. it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of the things that I would say about, you know, even the, the telling your story is it's an invitation. And mm-hmm. I think we can't hesitate to say, you know what, here's what Jesus did for me. He can do it for you too, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure that we add that on the end because that's, yes. that's how the kingdom's going to grow. Part of the thing that is interesting is, um, that I was really, as you were talking, I was thinking about how when we live lives that are built on deception, which is an entire generation right now, mm-hmm. right, is being their entire generation. We have a generation that is being raised on deception. So uh, women don't need to be feminine. Men don't need to be masculine. You mm-hmm. can have any gender identity you want. You mm-hmm. can choose your sexuality. It doesn't matter. It's your truth. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no clarity on God's yeah. design on what is best for each one of us. Yeah. Right? Like it's just gone. You know? And yeah, keep going. Okay. So the funny thing is, is that the longer you live in deception, the more desperate for truth you become. Mm, that's good. And Chris. I think we have the most desperate for truth generation being raised right now. Come on. And I believe this is where revival is going to spring directly out of post-truth. Mm. I, I think the greatest revival we're ever going to see is when these kids are in their 20s and 30s. And they're going, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. it yep. doesn't work yep i'm lonely i'm not a success i'm chasing lies 
I'm I, like, there's like, Lord help us mm-hmm. to get them before they kill themselves. Cause I think it's like, we're, we're in a mental health epidemic already. We are, we are, you know, and, and, and they haven't even grown up yet. Yeah. They haven't and, even had to take responsibility for all the things yet. Yes. You know? And, and so I'm just real. I believe that there's such a hunger for truth and for healing. And I think we have to be able to say, listen, this is God's truth. And let me show you in his mm-hmm. kindness and goodness that he's, you don't have to believe the lie that he hates you or that, he, that, you know, you're yep. condemned forever. The The truth is, is that he died. So you wouldn't be, come on, let's mm-hmm. go. You yes. know? And I, I really believe that. Come on. That's so good. Yeah. I, I think that there's such an opportunity to reach people with the power of God, which is no different than in the gospel. People are reached by the power of God, That's you know, right. the demonstrative yeah. love of God expressed in the power of God. And I love what you shared about getting to the point of, of knowing the love that God has for these people, feeling the love that he has for these people yeah. to get us yeah, past yeah. dealing with the fear. Fear because that's man. so yeah. often that's that the fear. Yeah. The fear of man is so, so significant in these things. I mean, I remember one time I had such a, such a, such a clear word of knowledge. I'd preached that day. And then I was at the pool um, with some uh, old friends and I had this word of knowledge and I'm not going to share specifically what it was. And it almost like exploded out of me, like, you know, like almost like bubbled out of my mouth involuntarily. And, but my brain pulled it back in because I was like, Peter, get a hold of yourself. What are you about to say? Because it would have been ultra offensive if it was not a word of knowledge. And at the time it almost like, just like boiled out of me. And I pulled it back in. I'm like, man, you must be tired from preaching. Like, like get a hold of yourself. What, what were you going to say, man? And then 15 seconds later, this, this old friend shared something that had happened in his life recently. And that word of knowledge would have been exactly that. And, but I missed it. I missed it. I controlled the Holy spirit. I quenched the spirit and um, you know, and I, I'm not condemned about it, but I am sobered by it. And I yeah. think that, uh, I think that yeah. it's, it's like, you know, and I think that partly sometimes we, we believe that we love people better than God does. We think that we know better for people yeah. and what they need than, than, than God does. And I think that that's a, that's a real, you know, I think there's this, there's this like almost like this weird stronghold where, where we think we're caring for people by not, you know, going by after not a, these things. Well, we're getting jammed. Them. We're getting jammed. The church has been getting jammed for a while, right? Like if you talk about sexuality in the wrong way, you're akin yeah. to Hitler. You it's hateful, bigoted, you yeah. know, da, da, and it's like, well, not at all. It couldn't yeah. be further from the truth. Yeah. And and so that like the church is also getting jammed on don't don't offend me with your religion. Right. Yes. Instead yeah. of just telling the truth in love, which we do. And I was just going to say, you know, like like being able to um, tell the truth and not having the fear of man does not make you a jerk. Right. Should not make you a jerk. Right. Should not no. make you make you uh, a little more saucy. I <laughs> should not do that. You know, so um, should actually increase gentleness and kindness. Right. So yeah, amen. Um, I, I I think it's, I think we're getting into a place where I believe that, uh, oh, I was, the fear of hell should start weighing on us on Mm. a different level because Mm. it's real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a place right now where 
Is it love to withhold the message? Yeah. Paul, Paul talked about that. It's like, he's like, there's no, nobody's blood is on my hands because I didn't withhold anything. I don't know if that's That's the exact language that he used, but he's looking back at his ministry and he's like, I didn't withhold anything that was meant to be said. And, um, so yeah, pray, pray, praise God for Lord, give us boldness of speech. Yeah. I was in a conversation. Yeah. I was in a conversation and, and, um, and we were, you know, talking about, kind of one of the struggles that that's come up with boldness and when a specific relationship, you know, and, um, and, you know, just like, man, it's just hard, you know, and, you know, there's like all these wounds and offenses and, and, uh, well, it's going to be harder if they're not spending eternity in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the, my friend just said it, like, what are you squabbling about? Mm-hmm. What do you like? No, the priority is is off the charts. Mm. And it was just like it was very sobering. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. So it's actually been really weighing on me a lot. So I thought it was interesting. Well, you know, and talk you're you're about. talking about the the healing of friendships and the healing of of hearts. Yeah, and yeah, you know, not yeah, not just bodies. So I think greater, it'd be, mm-hmm. I think it would be really good to pray. Like, you know, Elizabeth came in to activate your people, mm-hmm. and you guys mm-hmm. got activated. Yep. Yeah, um, absolutely. It, yep. it would be really good, you know, to whatever extent you feel led to just, I want to receive that activation. Yeah. And, and yeah. even before we do that, I just want to communicate, you know, long time ago, I had a friend who had just had a healing service and they saw 110 documented healings that night. There's about a thousand people there. They saw 110 documented healings. And I was meeting with this person. And at this point, I had seen healings, you know, I'd probably seen 110 healings, maybe, I don't know, maybe not even that much in my life, not not in a night. And the Lord speaks to me and says, so you're going to have him pray for you. And I was like, Oh, this is so you God, like, will you humble yourself to recognize like maybe, maybe I've seen 110 total. Maybe I sure haven't seen 110 in a night. And so Uh, this is not about needing to be less than or anything else, but he's got something going that you don't have going. Could you receive Right. right. And so I, I just want to encourage everybody else in that sort of a heart posture. And when I did that, that gentleman prayed for me. And the next day I saw the most creative miracle I'd ever seen yet. And so the, you what know, I it? just want to encourage there's, what was, what's that? what was the creative, what was the creative miracle? A, a torn meniscus healed. And um, so just, you know, just supernatural, something that would require surgery. It was just fixed. And um, so I just, I just want to encourage um I just want to encourage all of us to receive because there's something that, that yeah. Chris and his church yeah. family are walking in right now where we can receive um, an impartation and activation of the things that God's been doing there uh, in our own households, in our own communities. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you. I'm going to hit these comments real quick. Um, David says it takes the whole body to reach the world. Um testimony builds our faith gives us hope and does it by revealing the love of god in our lives amen uh you guys need to pray for me about my overseas issue okay i'll, I'll mention that i know what that is and and uh, mention that and then activation okay great so this overseas <laughs> issue you guys be praying for dave and, and his team for pakistan um there's been some things that have come up that's preventing him from getting into pakistan now um and it's really on his heart he was given a given a pretty pretty powerful role there and a lot of that stuff shifting and changing and most of it's relationally 
um, directed. So, so let's pray for those relationships and reconciliation and clarity mm. and all of yeah. those types of things. Amen. You know, so, Amen. Um, that'd be great. That'd be great. Well, I'm going to pray, pray this blessing over us and uh, Holy spirit. Uh, we just thank mm-hmm. you that you're ever present. We thank you that you see past um, all of our rough edges and faults and failures. And you see uh, that, that created being that was standing before the beginning of time that was meant to fulfill every good work that you predestined for us to fulfill. And so God, I'm asking right now that everyone who can hear my voice would receive a fresh anointing of your Holy spirit to walk in the destiny that you've called them to, that they would no longer withhold any good gift out of fear. They were called to be those who give away the kingdom. They don't have to strive for a healing. They don't have to strive for uh, promotion. They don't have to strive for any of the things, but God, they get to just receive because it is their created design. And I just reveal right now in the hearts, I just feel like some of you are having an aha moment. And we just reveal right now the truth by the Holy Spirit about who you really are. And Father, I thank you that there is a faith that rises when we know you and we know who we are. When we know that we are called to give away the kingdom. We are called to give away healing, to give away insight, to give away miracles to reveal your goodness to the world around us. Father, I thank you that at every healing, we can say, you know who did that? Jesus. Mm-hmm. At every miracle, we say, you know who did that? Jesus in me did that. And we mm-hmm. thank you, God, that you get all of the glory for every miracle, for every work that is done. And I pray that you would strengthen and encourage each one in Jesus' name. God, I do pray Amen. for uh, uh, friendship and and uh, connection and 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 reconciliation for whatever's going on with Dave's um, stuff with Pakistan overseas. God, I pray that that would be mm-hmm. healed in Jesus name, that mm-hmm. if there's hard conversations that need to be had, they'd be had. Um, and father, may your glory be done in Pakistan. We declare uh, mm-hmm. Afghanistan and Pakistan and Turkmenistan and Kazakhstan and all of these, that, that whole region, we declare that that is your region. God, mm-hmm. They are, it is yours. And mm-hmm. I thank you that you've, you've, you have established in that region and in that kind of, kind of uh, Asia area, God, you have established that you will be king, that Jesus will rule and reign over all of those nations in Jesus' mm-hmm. name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Dave, man. When 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 Chris when Chris when you were praying for Dave, I I saw uh, Psalms twenty five, or uh, sorry, Proverbs twenty five verse two, um, which says, "As cold water for a thirsty soul, so is good news from a faraway country." Yeah. And uh, so, Dave, I'm just expecting good news, and mm-hmm. and I think I think that there's something, Dave, also for you uh, in this season. Stand still and see the salvation of the, of your Lord this day. There you I think go. that God's going to be stronger on your behalf than you're able to be strong on on His behalf. Ooh, that's a good word, Peter. I wish we would do that more often. 
Just what? trust that just trust that God's going to move a thing instead of putting our hand to it. Dude, it's it that is a thing. Like that's faith. It takes faith to say actually God's saying stand still and see my salvation. Oof. But what I notice is God can God can go five dimensions further. Yeah, Proverbs 25:2. You got good news from a faraway country that's going to come to you and it's going to refresh your soul. The yeah. When God does that, he can go five dimensions further than my so one, one track mind right. could have handled a thing. Right. Yeah. Yep. Give him yep. time. And, and can I just say, I feel like um, I'm going to answer two questions that I'm hearing in the spirit. Um, one is, you know, a question about uh, appointed or given authority, mm-hmm. um, because that was something that happened to Dave. And I think it's for someone else uh, who's going to listen to this, too. Um, God is the one who appoints and anoints. God is the one who places and positions, not you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not by the will of man. A man yep. can affirm what God is doing, but only God appoints. Yes. Okay. That's then, so good. Yeah. And the other, the other thing is like, I don't know when my time will be. And um, you don't need to worry about your time. Because if you embrace every mission that is in front of you and you're obedient to what's right in front of you, he will open every door. Come on. Right. So just do what God's put in front of you right now. And don't pine for down the road. Yep. 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 Don't pine so for time. There, there you go. Good. Awesome. Blessings, blessings. Blessings, blessings. Okay, well, we are out of here. I'm going to uh, put this thing on and, and say goodbye. Blessings, everybody. Bye. Bye.